0: You have clicked that pile of audio gold known as the half Ass Podcast. And now, here's a person to say something. And I'm that person who's going to say some things. Uh, Drinks with Ron, your master of ceremonies, also on the half Ass Podcast. Uh, with me is Derek. And I'm, I don't know about G'day, him. i mate. I'm fucking hammered. So, <laughs> let's, well, let's see what happens. I got a mixture of a uh, dab
1: pen in me. Probably about, I don't know, seven beers deep. That's pretty good for me.
0: Yeah, I think I'm working on six. but uh, I'm at yeah. the
1: point where, you know, I could watch an Indian guy eat street food on YouTube for an hour.
0: <laughs> Wait, hour and a half? Yeah. <coughs> well, like this morning with the dab pen. <coughs> I looked around this house for 15 minutes looking for that fucking pen. I checked everywhere in the house, couldn't find fucking nothing, checked the car, came back in, looked around so long that I was going to be late to work. Get home from your place tonight, walk in, take a piss. Oh, there it is, sitting on the back of the fucking toilet. I really didn't look there for 15 minutes. (laughs) Yeah,
1: I I mean, I've set shit in the weirdest spot when I'm in that type of state.
0: Yeah, last night was half, I won't call it a bender, because it wasn't a bender, but we were maybe a limited modified bender, so I wasn't totally shocked to not know where I'd put it, but I thought, fuck, you gotta, yeah, I I took a pull off it right before we started recording, so it's like, it's gotta be right here next to my microphone, or next to my bed, and it was none of those things. You know, I always
1: have that thing where I'm going to, I'm going to put this here. So I remember where it's at. <coughs> yes. And then I'm yes. like, Oh, I'm such an idiot.
0: Yeah. Because where sh- is it exactly because you stand there like an idiot looking around for it. And in your head, you keep hearing your voice say, I'm going to put it here. Cause I'll never forget it. If I put it here and you're like, you fucking idiot. You didn't put it somewhere memorable.
1: Yeah, and then you put it like you put it in like four boxes,
0: like in the back of your closet. You're like, why? Well, and the mind fuck with me is um, specifically, I'll, I'll give you a specific example. My beater car, which has been in my driveway missing a key for three months, because um, this winter it was twenty below. You have to go start all the cars. Well, you can't yeah. start two cars if both the keys are on the same chain. So I. Knowing, oh, no. knowing I was going to lose it, I took it off the keychain to start the car. So my first thought was, I'll leave it in the fucking ignition. Can't forget it there, right? So a couple days later, 20 below again, I went out started all the cars. Boom, in the ignition. Came back a few weeks later, it's not in the ignition. Uh, I don't know where my key fucking went. You still haven't found it? No, and in fact, this last week I did the exact thing with the visor? Said. <laughs> I did, I did. I've actually torn the whole car apart, but I thought in my head, I was like, wait a minute, what about under it? My like- dumbass said, No, I did too, because I thought it- maybe I dropped it in the snow, but I thought my dumbass said, I'll put it somewhere or I won't forget. And when I put the snow blower back in the garage, I'm like, I bet you I took it over to the tool bench. And I put it in one of the little cups up on top. I bet you I said, I'll put it in here so that I can't fucking lose it. So I went and checked all those spots. It's not there. So whatever genius spot I fucking put it in was so genius, I I hid it from myself.
1: I I would say, like, in my head, I would say garage or your, Mm -hmm. like, downstairs basement somewhere.
0: Right, especially because when the whole point was, I would start the cars, move them out of the way, then go run the snowblower. So I thought when I bring the snowblower back to the garage, I probably have the key with me, and I'm like, oh, I'll put it in the garage. Didn't happen. Didn't. I've uh, I fucking gave up.
1: Yeah, I lost my PO box key for about two weeks, uh, and then uh, at least that's just a found small it.
0: Fee, yeah,
1: I found it in um. Uh what are those things? You know like Indi- I have one for like grinding up like mint leaves. It's like a bowl uh, with a stick. A
0: mortar and pestle?
1: Yeah, I put it in that on the kitchen on the kitchen counter. Like see, why?
0: See because you said I'll put the key Inside this little containery thing. And it's also right in a common area. So I'll remember the key is inside of a little containery dish, right in an area where you always are. That and is it's true. So logical when you say it in your head, but then three weeks later, you go back and you're like, all I remember is I said, I'll put it somewhere I won't forget. And then I walked to somewhere really fucking weird and forgot it.
1: Yeah, and then, like, the thing you never think of is, like, you never actually look in those things. No, no, and that's why this last
0: week I went back and tried it. I was like, I bet you that's what I did. Nah, didn't work. Oh, man, losing the key. That's Oh, you want to hear a bad one? Um, I just brought this up the other day. We'll, We'll go the long circuitous route to this story. And now, the half Ask podcast proudly presents "Statute of Limitations Theater," featuring a story twenty-five years in the making. But back in in high school, uh, we were taking a science class. Back in high school, in a science class, you had to spool DNA. There was these little tiny containers, and they sat in a little. You mean like tray. make
1: a replica of
0: DNA? Yeah, well, we had to spool it off. I can't remember how it worked, but there was these little containers that went in little trays. There's like six rows for 16. And a buddy of mine goes like, hey, look at these. You got to take one. And I was like, dude, why would I want this little tiny container? What the fuck are you talking about? And he said, no, you take this little container. And then when you get a bag, you fill it with weed. And then you like throw it in the corner of your room and you forget about it. And then when you're out of weed, you're like, oh, I got this little container. I'm like, you're an idiot. But then I took two of them and 26 years later, I'm still using them. So so (laughs) that is how that works too. It is. So at my last house, before we moved to this one, I had two of these little containers. There's a green one and a clear one. And I loaded them both up and I had them hidden. And then one day we were getting close to moving and Mm -hmm. I'm like, Where's that little clear container? I tore that fucking house apart. Never found this little container. I mean, maybe a gram, maybe if I yeah, really packed. Yeah. But still, I'm like, where could it be? I, I, we're we're moving out now. There's nothing left. Like, and I check above the door and the closet on the little ledge because you can't put it somewhere where you know. Because if you instantly know, yeah, it's not something you think of right away. Right. If you put it somewhere super obvious, then before you're even out of smoke, you go get the little container and break into it and defeat the purpose. So you have to kind of outsmart yourself with where you hide it. That's one of those ones where you have to sit down and think about, how can I get weed? And then all of a sudden you're like, wait a second. (gasps) I've got a thing. It's over here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. exactly. So I, I thought he was an idiot. And then I'm like, no, the more I think about it, that's a solid move. So, yeah, I still have the green one. It's true, though. It's like I I think
1: I still have like a little it's like a pot. It's like a container that has like a pop top and I'm just like grabbed it. And I'm like, oh, I'll just put weed in this one time and I still got it.
0: Well, that's the thing. My green one's still floating around here, but it is not filled. So that's something I should do. Um, I actually I mentioned that when I was at mom's the other day was explaining this whole exact story to her. I had forgotten. My brother is across the border in Illinois, and you can grow up to, like, three plants down there. Yeah, yeah. So he did, <laughs> and he grew a lot, and now he's back to driving trolley, which requires a CDL so he can't smoke. So what? he's.
1: Oh, wait, wait, wait. We can't breeze past that.
0: Okay. You need All a right. CDL to drive a trolley. A trolley over a certain capacity, yeah.
1: That is... That's Those actually so my. Cool I don't trolleys, think people would. That can't be a common knowledge. I wouldn't have never guessed that.
0: I mean, it's a giant vehicle. You put 24, 32 people in there. Yeah, I guess it would be weight based. You can't let any. Well, I think it's capacity based. You can't just let any dickhead drive 32 people around. There's but I mean, like, a recipe for disaster.
1: Yeah. you get, But, you know, you get 32 people on there. It's a pretty big weight amount. You know, it becomes almost like a You're, load.
0: Right. Right. Yeah. So he, uh, a trolley
1: who, driver. That'd be fun.
0: Oh, dude. And he's actually really fucking good. Like, uh, the place he worked was it two years ago? There was one of the, you know, those, not the Penny Saver, the shopping news, whatever they are, the local oh, yeah, catalog. Yeah. They put like an insert into one of them and it was like the best, uh, tours up and down the Mississippi. Yeah. Like, the length of, his place got number two uh, huh. up and down the Mississippi, like he's really good. So when it got to the point of like, yeah, it's legal in Illinois and I can grow it, but I make too much money running trolleys that now I can't smoke it. So yeah, he, I guess if it's
1: a CDL job, they get random tested, huh?
0: Well... <laughs> Yes and no. Uh, well, and what, that's
1: how they all work. You know, oh, random test. But then they're like, well, no what touch. happened was
0: he had the test to renew his CDL. But uh, I decided to do the old pouch of fake urine strapped to the leg. Yeah, yeah. I uh, didn't get it up to temp. Oh no! Yeah, so then I've they're never like, failed with those. That's always worked for me. I've never used one of those. I'm too paranoid because of uh, something exactly like that. What if you don't get it to temp? Like the thing is, is
1: you put it in for 20 seconds, and you you literally strap it to your balls, basically, right? And. If you'll know it's hot enough because the plastic on the outside is actually burning you.
0: <laughs> well, and that's what he said. You strap it to the inside of your leg, and there's also a heat pack that goes on the outside. Yep, yep, so yep. he's like, I, I've never even used the heat pack. It's so always just he wh- did, and didn't get it up to temp. Um, well, yeah.
1: yeah I so mean, then I then think it, a lot of people mess up is they try to use just the heat pack. You have yeah, to do microwave you have to get for it twenty temp seconds first.
0: Yeah, and that might have been his deal. So after he got the too cold, he had to immediately come back, take another test, which didn't go well. So now he does have to, like, every six months, take a random. For some reason,
1: I just imagine them looking at the test like you're on everything.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Well, and now since he had that low temp, now somebody's got to watch him do it. So there's. Oh, yeah. So I'd be be in
1: there saying crazy shit. If I came to that, you know, like, fuck it.
0: Yeah. Marmalade.
1: You know, last time I was in this, I was in prison. (laughs) (laughs)
0: Yeah, I was an astronaut. Yeah. But but like I said, he he, he, there's now no wiggle room. So he's basically like, if I want to keep being trolley guy. Oh, God damn it. Yeah.
1: If he fails, like an actual one, he's fucked.
0: Yeah, so he's basically like, if I want to keep doing what I do, and I'm good at it, and I make a lot of money, I just got to quit. So he had all this weed that he had grown. He vacuum sealed a couple of ounces. He can't find them. Oh. He's been looking for two ounces of weed for about three months. You know. Can't find them.
1: When I was in high school, I kind of like, I would buy like a couple ounces and just sell enough so I could smoke for free. Right, like, I'd give it to my buddy. That, that, that's the dream, right? I remember I'd be, I there was a few times where I'm like, I put, like, three bags somewhere. Where'd they go? And I'll never forget. School got canceled. I had no weed. Uh, I'm like, there's three bags in here somewhere. Somewhere. For whatever reason, I put it in my school binder. Like, I probably was taking this weed to school unknowing, Not even knowing it. Yep. I'm like, oh, it
0: wasn't the binder. It was like a weird pocket on my backpack. Still, it's like I got to not think instantly to look there, or it's a bad hiding spot. I'm hiding it from me. That's, And that's tricky, man. That's tricky as shit, because I know me. So it'd be hard to fool that fucking guy, especially when he's desperate to get
1: high. There was that one spot that I always knew about was that I could reach into my drywall and there was a nail and I'd hang shit in there.
0: <laughs> well done. Yeah. Cause look, well, let me tell you something about Ron desperate to get high. That guy is relentless.
1: Oh, I've been there too. He does not stop.
0: Um, One time. Ron would, did all this. And and the other thing that Ron does, because he's going to talk in third person now, is like I said, not only do you hide stuff, but that, like you said, you start thinking, like, did I put it in this thing? No, no, no. What Ron does is he starts like retroactively like, I should have hidden a bag over here in this corner behind this thing because that would have been That's smart. a good way to look at it, too. So even though I know I didn't do that, I'll like hope and pray that Ron time hopped and then went back and did it, and then I'll go look like ah, oh, it's not there. I are just hoping you're like there. ha, like future maybe, Ron predicted past Ron. <laughs> maybe there's a wrinkle in fucking time. Ron was like, you're right. I'll jump back. That's a good hiding spot. We'll use it. Yeah, I've done that more times than I care to admit. Like maybe Ron time traveled to get me a quarter of a gram of dry weed to.
1: I remember, uh, when I could get like MDMA pretty steadily, (laughs) basically ecstasy, I dropped a rock of it and it went into the corner of my room and I didn't need it. So I was like, you know what? I'll save that for later. And I was on a weekend. I was like, you know what? I really wish I had something to do at the bar. You know, I'm like, wait a a second. I got some good stuff, but yeah, you just, you know, it's just randomly shit like that.
0: You know what? I got a couple of stories, and I, I you know, you can tell I'm hammered because I'm going to be story guy tonight. But uh, these sound, they both sound unplausible. Same apartment in Madison, 1998 for both of them. Uh, the first one I'll set up quickly. Uh, There's a few of us in my apartment. It would have been around, no, 97, around Christmas. Uh, and there was some LSD about. Uh, some paper LSD. So, you know, we were kind of chopping them up. There's a, you know, a hit here and a hit there and a half a hit and a quarter a hit. And yep. so we're like, well, let's just, well, I, I got down to the one hit and we started looking around. Like, oh, it fell off my finger. But the hallway, and I'm going to use air quotes because, you know, that's a... Uh, Visual gag on an audio format. Nobody gets the joke. <laughs> so, so I'm going to use air quotes. <laughs> Uh, but my, my hallway was about three feet wide and about 10 feet long with a half wall in the kitchen. There's two of us standing there. I dropped a hit of acid, which is maybe a centimeter by a centimeter white paper on tan carpet.
1: Let me guess that just went into the universe gone forever.
0: It did. We, the two of us in this little, the tan carpet looking for a little white piece of paper. We looked for the better part of 40 minutes. The best Never part is you have.
1: probably accidentally you probably took it.
0: <laughs> no, that no. You want to know what the best part is? Three months later, as I'm doing the same thing you're saying, sitting at the house, going, "Man, I wish I could just you know get get high on something. It would be nice if I just had a you know I'm out of weed. I don't have any alcohol." Look down in the hallway. There's that piece of paper. Oh, sitting man. in the middle of the hallway floor. I'm like, and no. let me guess. As soon as
1: the first place you looked, it's right there.
0: It was just right in the middle of the hallway. I looked down and I'm like, that's not acid. That's just a different square piece of paper. You pick it up and you're like, oh, this is really rigid. Like, no, that's acid. I ate it and I got really high. I was like, where? How? It's like my mind was like, that acid should rematerialize and show up right in. Oh my God. Like I said, it's
1: like you look for it forever, but the time you remembered it, you just go, you look at the ground, it's right there.
0: Months later months like how it's not like we just oh it was stuck in you know against the fucking baseboard on the side and you guys were too panicked to see it no man i'd been up and down that hallway two thousand times going to the pisser i was gonna say think of all the people that walk there like it could have just and it's just a piece of it could have just flown around forever 1998 i had friends man uh it's crazy yeah i mean But, but the stupidest one and, and I actually want to get your opinion on this because to this day, and I have asked this guy, and he has total deniability. Uh, would have been 1998, January, playoff football. The Steelers were still in the playoffs. Uh, three of my buddies had come up to Madison from Lancaster. And at the end of you know, Saturday, we partied our balls off. Sunday, you know, there's almost nothing left. The four of us scraped together. Dude tapped out his hitter box. We got the corners of our little plastic bags. We scraped together everything we had, and I rolled up a fucking pinner. Yep. Sunday morning, it's like, all right, you three are about to have an hour and 10-minute drive back to Lancaster. I'm just going to sit here and watch football. Let's collectively light a pinner. We'll all get high. You guys will have a good drive. I'll have a good day. So we scraped all our shit together about 11-something, rolled up the pinner, and then I looked around, and it was gone. So now four of us That's are in my that? living room. Same same apartment that I was talking about, tan carpet. Now, in my living room, there was a chair. There was a couch. There was an end table. There was a bookshelf, and there was a little entertainment center. So the four of us, fiending our balls off on a Sunday morning at 1145, ripped everything apart. My we, favorite
1: thing is, uh, you know that scene in Honey, I Shrunk the Kids when the guy's got a magnifying glass over his grass? <laughs> that's that's everyone when you're looking for the, for the joint.
0: Yeah. We took every piece of furniture out of the living room. We took the cushions off the couch. We flipped them apart. We dug our hands in. We tore everything apart. Every VHS came off the shelf. Nothing. I, and I, we're all bummed. I'm like, you know, sorry, man. You know, all right. Well, have a shitty drive home. So they go out to the car. I sit down on the couch. The buzzer goes off because my apartment building, you have to be buzzed in. I'm like, yeah, what's up? It's my buddy T-Rav. And he's like, hey, uh, I got T-Rav. T-Rav. He's like, hey, something, something. I got to come back upstairs. I'm like, all right, I'll buzz you in. Buzz him in. He comes up. He walks in. We talk for about 10 seconds. He grabs whatever he forgot. He walks out. I sit down on the couch. Now, 30 seconds later, I look down and there's the joint right in the middle of the floor. Middle of the living room floor.
1: Yeah. Joint. See, that's one of those things where it's like it's so obvious that no one actually
0: looked there. Oh no, we looked there. <laughs> we took everything out of the living room. <laughs> but what I mean is like room. You,
1: you glance at it and you're just like, Yeah, it can't be right there. Everyone would check
0: that. I crawled around on my hands and knees. And 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 the only the only logical solution is that Trav pocketed the joint then brought it back up and threw it on the floor.
1: I was going to say, you think one of them pocketed it?
0: Now explain to me why you would do that. When I laid out that scenario where he all felt four bad. of us... Yeah, but then at that point, then if you feel bad, now you just fucked your other two buddies. But
1: I think in his mind, if he pulled it out and did that, they'd be like, well, why'd you do that to Ron? You know?
0: Uh, yeah, but like I said, the, the best case of that whole scenario is that we all four just smoke it. We had all contributed every last little fleck we had to me. Why would he he, do that to then not smoke any himself and be like, here, Ron's a whole joint. And
1: in my head, like if he did pocket it, he go, well, if I go back in, I just drop it. Ron will get to smoke it. We won't, but I'll have a clear conscience, and I, you know, I won't get blamed for anything.
0: And I thought even if he was like, you know what? Ron had us up and hosted us. He deserves the joint. this guy would have just said that, or he would have been like, Ron, double hit that on the way through. You know, you get, you know, like like it wasn't, that's why it made no sense. He's
1: like, you know what, I'm going to take this and take it home and smoke it myself. But then he got out there. He's like, you know what, I don't feel good about this.
0: I asked him to his face later, like, dude, did you come back upstairs and throw that fucking joint on the floor? like the only the only scenario that makes sense was he literally the joke was so good he did it, fuck with me. The That's other thing the is the only is, thing that makes sense.
1: The other thing I could think of is I've had this happen where it sticks to someone like it's like stuck to someone's clothing. I can't pull like that out my I remember my cousin we were all looking for a joint, and I look at him and he's got it behind his ear <laughs>
0: <laughs> that okay that i've done. I'm like you I've motherfucker. Done that. That's like when you find the uh, TV remote inside the refrigerator.
1: Oh, yeah. Like, oh Yeah. I put my Xbox yeah. controller in the freezer once.
0: Yeah, I've been there. Because I, like, reached Wireless. in and set it down, and then yeah, I just shut it. Because I, I need a fudgical. So, you know, like, oh, full hand, empty hand. Yeah, your brain solved that problem and forgot.
1: I don't know how many <laughs> times, though, I've grabbed a beer, did other things, set it somewhere, and it's gone.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And then, like, the next morning, you're like, oh. There's my beer on the speaker. Never even opened it. Yeah. Well, speaking, yeah. Of, speaking of. Let's get oh. on to a. Speaking to
1: of an- that, uh, um, Caitlin Clark. Yeah. That I'm going to look up the score. They were tied. But that girl is
0: ridiculous. Well, and she had come up in the discord chat for the outsiders social club podcast tonight. They are
1: currently winning.
0: Yeah, and I wrote in there and basically said I feel like a fraud because I like her so much but I don't actually watch anything. Yeah, oh. I mean... So it's like... like I'm I feel like, that hey, way about... love it. her. She's great. She's the greatest. You watch the game? No, I didn't. I was getting high in my basement. Yeah, I mean... Editing a podcast.
1: I always... Like, as soon as their games are over, like, I didn't watch their beginning ones, but I'd go in and I'm just like, alright, let's watch the I mean, highlights. Yeah. I and mean, she's so good. She is. It's... It's, I I mean, enjoy the hell out of it. I could never think of any girl that was like that talented. Right. Like the place feels, uh,
0: it feels cocky and I like it.
1: Oh, yeah. Like to do logo threes. Yeah. Like, come on. Bro. See, cause that's one of those things is if you don't hit it, you're just like, everyone's like, that guy's a fucking idiot.
0: You're like, what'd you do that for? You went all the way on fucking half court to
1: fucking doink it. Like it's crazy. Like as soon as Steph Curry started doing it now, it's like, there's a lot of players that do it.
0: Yeah. It's like, is the only reason that people haven't been shooting from a bajillion feet away is that there was no value in it. So there was no I point think it to was- learn how.
1: I think it was more like everyone like you got criticized if you missed.
0: Well, well now they're just well, like, "It's, I don't it's care. such a low percentage shot. Why would you take a low when you can bang the ball down into the post and have a Shaquille O'Neal uh, knockoff? You know, get in there in the paint and shoot a, a shot that gets seventy percent converted." I think a lot
1: of people don't realize, and like you got to realize, those guys are like six eight, like. The, well, the three-point really, line is like a child line for them, you know?
0: Right. I mean, people just keep growing. I mean, go go to a museum. Look at the clothes from World War II. <laughs> there's there's a museum yeah. uptown here. The shoes for a soldier in World War II, they look like a child's shoe.
1: Yeah, it's like, insane.
0: Like, if I'd have been back in 1942, I'd have been a goddamn man. People oh, would have like yeah.
1: terrified of me. Just go, to, just go to Japan or China right now. <laughs>
0: like, ah. Look They'd be me. like, Jesus! That's a specimen, nearly six foot. You motherfuckers, cower in fear.
1: You just feel like you could beat up everyone. I, w- I want to go to a country where I feel like I could beat up everybody.
0: I want to go to a country where I'm the weird guy with a funny accent. That's
1: oh yeah. You know what's you know what's funny? Last time I was in Florida, our whole family was down there, and we you know we ha- we have an accent that is like we speak fairly normal but we do have an accent
0: there's a lot of weird tells certain like, sounds
1: it's like the way we say certain words and stuff yeah
0: and got, yeah we a were drunk down there said Wisconsin on the pod once and oh, oh, oh.
1: they were uh they looked at me and they're like you have the fucking weirdest accent i was like i I wouldn't even know that if you didn't say anything but then yeah. you know you you hear like I heard like a com- like a comedy skit of people making fun of it. I was like, "We don't talk like that." And then I heard my
0: g- grandpa. There's certain sounds. Say certain- battery,
1: and I was like, "Oh God, we do speak like that."
0: Yeah, yeah. There's pockets, man.
1: Yeah, it's a. Uh, it's very odd how like like you could go like an hour one way and they speak normal. And you go an hour the other way, and they're like totally different.
0: Well, it's one of those things where after I went to broadcasting school, it was something I had to like hyper focus on to like, yeah. as they say, an anchorman uh, neutralizing the regional dialect or whatever the phrase was. But it's yeah, it's something that I, I started paying more attention to because it was part of my job. Air air quotes again, visual. Yeah, yeah, just be uh,
1: clear and like, yeah, that makes sense.
0: Yeah, but even as much as that's the case, when I've started using voice to text in the last two years, I realize how much of a mush mouth I have. Cause when you're talking to a person, you could really drop every fifth letter. It doesn't matter. They know what you mean. Yeah. And uh, so we do, we shorten it. Why would you say I am dining? And like, no, it's everything's an apostrophe. Cause it's faster. We don't put that G on there because it's supposed to it's, Nah, sake of time, bro. You, you, you know what? Drinking.
1: I was thinking about this the other day. When someone's like, oh, you can't say that. That's not a word. But not, I can say eventually, saying, yeah. eventually, that will mean exactly what that person's saying. And it'll be in the dictionary, no matter what right.
0: the word is. I have coined so many words. And it's like, you know what? You, you get six people. You give them the definition and you use it enough. It becomes a word. Yeah, in it's ni- like in nineteen ninety-eight I coined the word combinacious. It means the ability to do many things at once or multitask. It's to be a good multitasker is to be combinacious.
1: That makes see, that makes sense. Right. I guess my point is when someone's like, Oh, that ain't a word, I'm like, Well, give it, it two be. years and it will be. Mm-hmm. And like, you know, like look at all the terms that like kids use.
0: Ain't a word. Fuck it ain't, man. It's yeah. in there now. It is now.
1: And then it's just like, look at all the terms kids use, you know? are yeah. like, oh, that's gas. Well, now gas means, oh, it's really cool and good. Right. You know, I mean, definitions
0: something- change, man. Yeah, definitions, you know, it's just. I was thinking about that the other day when I was a kid. I was like, I wonder how I talked. And I'm like, something was cool or it was the antithesis. And for us, we always used gay. It, oh, yeah. It, it didn't yeah. mean homosexual. It wasn't. It wasn't like, yeah, that's gay. It was, no, this is cool. This is gay. It's, it it oh, meant someone, lame. It meant stupid. And it took a long time for me to get that out of my... Oh, Mexican. me too. Someone's like, we don't mean gay. I think it was like... Right. But we don't mean ha- gay as in like
1: men. We mean gay as in your your mom picks you up from work
0: <laughs> or something. <laughs> but, but the problem is, if you have to explain why the thing you're saying isn't a problem, you've already crossed the line to where it's a problem. Like... It's quicker See, that's to That's why just we need to bring back the word faggot.
1: Anything. I've said this before. We need to bring <laughs> back that word.
0: So for us, like I said, to say something was gay meant it wasn't cool. But but then when you have to realize later, it's like, oh. So we're saying something not cool is the word that means the thing. So it's alright. Like I guess that's a put down. Like it it was funny to me because I, you know, you don't realize sometimes you got the blind spot. You're a small town fucking white bread meathead and yep. you laugh at stupid jokes. And you know, when this big gay Al talks like this, it's funny because he's, he talks like this. That's hilarious. <laughs> uh, and I remember, uh, we got a, we got a Christmas card from our landlord and he, he had his weird dog with two different colored eyes. And I was like, man, <laughs> weird gay dog, like, yeah, I think he's gay. That's funny. Yep, yep. And the dude just looked at me and he said, Why is that funny? And I was just like Oh, I mean, we used we used you're to call right. people
1: retards like it was nothing too.
0: Right. And that that is a word that hurt me to lose because in cadence and rhythmically, such a good word. Oh yeah, like, you can feel it could feels fit. Good. fit in there. Just everything. I've had to try to come up with replacements. The best I've done is retond. Well, it's, it's got the same feel. You can say, oh, that's retonded. They know guess, what you mean. It doesn't offend anybody. It feels the same coming out of your mouth. Uh, it's not good, but it, it's a four <laughs> out of ten, but it's what I give you.
1: I just like well, you got a brain injury? <laughs> yeah, you are retonded. Yeah, I'm trying to... I'm trying to think of other stuff we used to say. There's probably a fuck ton that I'm not even thinking. Everything
0: of. was problematic, man. I said we literally, That's how we define. Oh, things. midget. Now they? we have to call them little people. Yeah, midget. That's just. Which is funny because at that time, midget was the good term. Yeah, like I said, I think it's meaner <laughs> to call them little people. Yeah, it's like what? I, like when you say they're short, then like what you're saying is there's a certain condition that makes them little but also have, you know, the stubby fingers and a certain appearance. It's it's a certain genetic condition that you're describing, but you're just calling them little people. Yeah. Kids are little people. Like, wait, wait a minute. That's why you need a word for a thing. It's so I know what the thing is. You say little people. I'm like, are you talking the little, the little guys? The with weird the thing is, is, why
1: like, is there even a name for them? They're just like, I don't even know. It's just it's like a yeah, condition. They're, a they're just a person.
0: Yeah. They're...
1: Every little person I've ever met are fucking awesome. You know,
0: I'm going to go ahead and agree with that.
1: There used to be a chick in Platteville that fucking drove a moped. Oh. I, I used to love that. Delightful. She'd stand on a milk crate.
0: <laughs> Shut up. This is like a bad family guy skit.
1: I'm not even joking. Milk crate. And And now that it's not the <laughs> 90s, would that be legal now?
0: I don't know, man. That's iffy.
1: Think about it. I don't. I don't know if that'd be legal now. In the '90s,
0: everyone just didn't give a fuck. Yeah, it's like whatever. There's no law against it. Just fucking stand on a on a citrus crate and drive your little two wheeled machine, you little person.
1: Oh man, I wonder if that. I mean, yeah. I mean, remember seeing people ride in the back of trucks, and never see that anymore.
0: Oh yeah, only at the river, man. Yep. Yeah, we go tubing.
1: Yep, that's oh, the only right, place you really right see right it. Campgrounds and stuff.
0: Fuck yeah, you air drying your wet clothes after a good day of tubing. Speaking yeah, of which, we're doing some tubing this summer. Oh, yeah, dude. It's Maddie's, oh, we have
1: a... Maddie's last summer. Oh, yeah. that has got to be such a weird change of life. It's got to be. A very weird change of life, you know?
0: Just after Cabaret finished and we're like, oh, God that was the last cabaret like me and Maddie were like did you at least fist fight another dad at room. least no I'm saving that for dance nationals oh, I'll be there it'll be great dance, dad. come at me dude